Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Greetings, boys and girls. Welcome to another spooky episode here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we are talking about this ghoulish episode of Z Nation, Season 3, Episode 7. Welcome to Murphy Town. We have not one, not two, but three special guests. Stay tuned, kitties. <laughs> You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Happy Halloween, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> it is so good to be back. How are we all doing tonight? Good. good. Excellent. I'm on my fifth costume of the weekend. <laughs> I love, uh, I'm just, I'm having a really hard time concentrating when Michelle's dead eyes are staring at me. For those of you listening on iTunes, you may want to flip it over to YouTube real quick to check out her amazing makeup work, guys. Halloween, she went all out. It looks fantastic. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's about it. Hello, Z Nation fans. Welcome to another episode of the Z Nation After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about Season 3, Episode 7. Welcome to Murphy Town. Let me go ahead and introduce my fantastic panel to my left, Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. I am dressed as Julie from Zombies Ate My Neighbors. For uh, those of you who grew up in the 90s like I did, you can find me on Twitter at Kiaget. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Michelle Cullen. Hello, everyone. You can find me on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen. She's a little dead. <laughs> Just a little bit. And one, uh, the first of our three special guests, the writer and director of this episode tonight, Jody Binston. Binstock. Binstock. And that's Sorry. how you can find me on Twitter at J O D I B I N S T O C K. I apologize. I can't read my own. I can't read the tiny little print on my iPhone. I apologize. You attempted it. I wouldn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. And our other special guest, Josh uh, Foster. Who is the head of the effects department? Yes. Good evening. Happy Halloween. And where can people find you? Oh, well, I, do I have a Twitter it's handle? <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, it's, I'm um, bad at the at uh, social Mr. media. Mr. Practical Effects. So, Mr. Practical Effects. And the head of the makeup department, Corinne Foster. Hi, guys. Happy Halloween. You can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Makeup FX. So, MRS. So we we have been spoiled. Who are you? Oh yeah, I'm also Megan. You guys can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Uh, we are also going to be keeping an eye on the hashtag on Twitter, ABTVZ Nation, and Katie's got her eye on the live chat. Uh, so yeah, if you guys have some interesting questions for our guests, feel free, uh, and uh, you might just get a shout out. Anywho. I feel like we are definitely spoiled tonight having yes. all three of you with us. Thank you so much for, for spending your oh, Halloween with us. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. It was a really fun episode, and I'm so glad that Corinne and Josh came because they are the backbone of the show. This show would not be this show without the makeup team. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. the truth. Absolutely. And um, we've said it time and time again, uh, we cannot sing the praises of your guys' work mm -hmm. enough. It has been phenomenal seeing not only what you guys do on a shoestring budget, but also the versatility of everything that's asked of you from this show. So it's it's just, it's an absolute pleasure. Thanks. I, I kind of want to ask you about Murphy's makeup, just the evolution through three oh, seasons, man. and we could probably talk the whole show about that. It's true. I, I could, and Murphy is my favorite favorite character because of his makeup and really the evolution of his makeup as much as no one like you have the obvious things that you'll see when his makeup changes but actually every episode of the show his makeup's been different from so really? from season one till now i've changed it every single episode whether it just be like one slight color or if he's sick i've maybe gaunted him out a little bit more done things to change him and where he's going now and what you really get to see in this last episode is that um he's transitioning 
something's happening, right? He's taking these serums and it's changing him. And so <clears throat> trying to come up with a way to figure out how to get Murphy from blue to white because he's not it's not a normal skin tone still it's like a translucent white color um so figuring out how to do that was uh an interesting task and so i chose to pattern him off of vitiligo um it's oh, a yeah. really neat like skin pattern disease it's not a disease at all um but it's a it's just a pigmentation loss that some people will get and so I looked at different people's patterns, and um, we had life cast of Keith done during season two, I believe, and I had a vacuform piece made of his face and hand cut out stencils to make it so I could match his makeup every day, but there wow. were six stencils, I think, in total for his face, and Wow. And it was, I think it was the most dramatic in this episode. It, yeah. it continues to change, yeah. which I won't tell you what happens. But yeah. um, but this was the most dramatic change, I think. Yeah, yeah I, this, this was the biggest jump because we haven't seen Murphy for an episode. We saw that his he was changing when he injected himself. He saw that he had a weird spot. And he looked a little bit on his neck mm-hmm. at, in episode yeah. four, I believe it was, yeah. or five. Yeah, and so we didn't see him, and all of a sudden now he's really different. And it was so much fun to create that and find how to make that look cool. Is it easier to do the current makeup, or was it easier to do it when he was just all blue? Jody won't like this answer as my producer. It's true. But... I'm a producer. Of, I'm the producer of the, the whole thing. I just directed this one, but yeah, um, she's right. His, his bloom. Well, his season one makeup would be the easiest. Yeah, that's um, fair. Season two, his blue was uh, two hours, basically, and having to do blue and white put him at two and a half hours every day. Which was ironic because what we set out to do was get him out of the makeup chair earlier. So that was part of, in the writer's room, that was part of what we discussed was how can we change him back to white, you know? And uh, that was a big fail. And I said, I was like, if I'm going to do this, there's a chance in the transition it's actually going to take longer because I'll have to do both. And they just got attached to the transition and we kept it. It's true. <laughs> so season because four. it looks fantastic. It looks season really four, cool. he's going to be white and it'll be fine. <laughs> Who knows? Super pale. Yeah. Oh, God. He might turn pink. Who knows? It can be a no purple comment. people eater. No yeah. comment. I, I do worry, though, because the last time he had a really big transition, he, he shed an entire he layer molted skin yes, he molted. like a snake. It His was snake super skin. gross. That's right. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, was gonna say, yeah, you probably definitely yeah. remember it. Yeah, it was fun. We had to come up with a way to make a, a, a snake skin type of material. Did um, you use glue like we did in school? No, <laughs> <laughs> you just put it on. Kill you. All right. kinds of scientific words <laughs> in the mold. Uh, methacellulose. If that that's right. glue, is it? No, okay. <laughs> no it's, a food, it's a food thickening agent. Yeah. But <laughs> it's funny. It's what we make our blood out of. And I noticed, you know, we've been doing our blood. We've been working on it for a long time. But when it dries, it forms a skin. And I always wanted to do something with that in the effects world. And so when they brought up the Murphy shedding thing, I'm like, dude, I wonder if this will work. So I just made up a batch that didn't have any color in it. So it's just clear when you make it. And we just painted it in a mold and let it dry and just kept adding later. So layers. it was in a human body mold. Yeah. So, so that way, when you pulled it out, it was actually it was, a face. I think there was a full body, but what the audience sees is 10K picking up the face. <laughs> that was such a great moment. Right? Yeah. It was incredible. And yeah. those opportunities to come up with creative and new ways that you're not used to to make something is what also makes the show a lot of fun. And I feel like I've progressed so much just trying to be creative and come up with things that we can do that I don't I haven't seen done before well and the things that we throw at you you know in this script for example we decided that Murphy was going to eat you know he that the the brain thing that the man slices open the guy's head well Okay, Josh. So yeah, walk us through that. Yeah, we need we need a head. We need uh, a model of the poor bastard. (laughs) Well, I think what was particularly cute about this episode is Jody would come up to me like weeks in advance because she's already writing the script and be like, "All right, Josh, I want to talk to you." 
there's going to be these hands, all right? There's lots of hands because this is like where the red hands are coming in. And so she would just come up to me and kind of just put it in my head to get That's ready That's the advantage of being the producer. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was cool because it gives me time to think about the best way to achieve it for the time we have. But, but yeah, she came up with, you know, poor bastard gets his head cut off. I think the most cut challenging open. piece open, of yeah. that is we didn't have a live cast of the actor. We happened to have a head that pseudo-matched him. Yeah. Was, you know, Are you guys for, familiar with Jer- Jeremy Lindholm? He's the guy that He's, played poor bastard. Yeah. Right. You've seen him as a zombie about so many times. <laughs> you could you could definitely find him. But um, so we had to have a head. He's got very particular hair, so we had to come up with a way to like be able to match that. And most importantly, and what was difficult was that when the head got sliced open. If he sliced clean through, you wouldn't actually see the top of the brain. You would see the cross section of the brain. And she really wanted to see the top of the brain. So it was like, okay, well, then he's kind of going to have to go Do around it, yep. it and so that was pry part it of it. off. And the way that we shot it with, you know, the, the where the camera is placed so that you don't see that it's not exactly his face. Yeah. Um, but it's we, actually the face of our stunt coordinator. Or, I don't know. He yeah. was a stunt coordinator for one or two of the episodes and then yeah keith cox it's yeah. keith cox's face but it worked great <laughs> um so we did half of it live action you know where jeremy acted as joe Gett, as the man smacked him in the back of the head and then smacked him again and then lowered him down and it's at that point that we went to the dummy no yeah. offense oh, okay. keith cox <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I think there's something to be said, too, because as much as we have time, we have so much time to get everything done, and there's a little bit of time for gags and, and practical effects. But, you know, then our visual effects supervisor, Jason Meek, he comes in, and, and he, I think he really helped with that gag by adding the blood coming out yeah, of the side. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Otherwise, it's just a static dummy sitting there, you know? And those elements that he adds just help that much more. So it's not just me, it's not just her, it's, it's all of us as a team. Yeah. bring that to come together yeah it's it's the visuals it's the sound it's the camera movement yeah, absolutely. all of these elements coming together is what make it a seamless scene of a guy getting his brains chopped out and then and the noise, <laughs> and the noise. And it's pulled Dying. out right? and, still and that was a conversation yeah. i had with the visual effects supervisor i was he wanted um to not do one shot that i had on my wish list and i said okay i'll switch it out if you'll give me more brainstem <laughs> Yeah. Only on this show do you have that conversation. Wow. I'll try to have that visual effects if you give me more brainstem as he's pulling it out. He said, sold. <laughs> and then the sound team, of course, did the... I was going to yes. say, yeah, I was just talking to a friend of mine who works um, like in a lot, doing a lot of Foley stuff, and she was talking about like using cantaloupes and watermelon, things like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> it gross. It really does... Get, it, it gets the job done, that's for sure. Man. So, uh, talking about this episode, you said, like, t- does you said the, does that happen a lot when you're, like, you have to make those kind of compromises of, like, this visual effects is out the window? Oh, on this show, particularly. <laughs> Absolutely. Be- All the time. Yeah, every, every day. Like, you know, as the producer and, and as a director, I feel it on both sides. As a producer, you know, we go to the makeup team for example or the costume team and you get so many of everything you get okay you get 20 zombies you know a day use them a day um that's our that's our max that's that's about how how much they can get you know or you're sitting there waiting and as a director it's not worth it so you've got to compromise this or that because minutes not shooting are minutes that you you just can't do without you know Especially so, if you're doing five days an episode, yeah. five to six. Right. Okay. It depends on the on the, but it's never more than that. So. Yeah, they write really big, and yeah, then the, we all have to go into the production meetings and look trim at it down. The, the big and go. <laughs> okay, so you're asking for ten things. I can only give you three. Which ones do you want? Right. Which which <laughs> gags do you want? So mine was the the guys cutting his head. It was the hand. hand. What was the third one? Um, there was lots of brains being made, lots of different hands. Yeah. Oh, it was the bastard. it was the red hand zombies. You want oh, yeah. the fake arms. The fake yeah. arms of the red hands. They were, right. The two zombies at the beginning that are chained up have. 
Oh, um, and the full armless seas who made the arm race. Right. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. Cool. It's Jody's yeah. episode. we got to go all out. Well, I, I guess every now and then I get to pull a couple strings, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, we were talking a little bit offline about this episode. This episode is kind of your baby because you wrote, directed, and produced it. It is true. How does it feel, like, knowing that, like, when, when people are getting ready to live tweet it on Friday night, right before it airs, it, how does it, that feel? It was fantastic. <laughs> it was so exciting. I, you know, I've directed for years, and I've written a little bit, but this is... The first time that I've been able to direct something that I wrote, which and it was sublime. It was sublime because you know the sh- show so well from beginning to end. You know every beat. You know every moment what it's supposed to look like because you created it in your brain first. So it was it was a pleasure, a real pleasure. And that's thanks to Carl Schaefer, our showrunner. Who's just the greatest? You've had him on, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a lovely human being. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. He scares yeah. me sometimes. <laughs> I know, right? So, so for this episode, uh, we we were talking a lot about it with the with the the brain and the hands in particular. But the the main focus for this episode is Murphy kind of going toe to toe a little bit with the man because he he suspects that something is up for the majority of the episode, but can't really act on it because he doesn't have the evidence to. So it's really interesting seeing them kind of walk back and forth. How do you feel bringing back the man into this episode? Well, it's uh, he's such a fascinating villain, you know, because he um, he's smart. He's conniving. He's built like a brick shit house. Um, you know, he's the he's the guy he don't want to go up against. And that was an interesting thing that we had to work on between Murphy and the man because, you know, that bit where they're handing the knife back and forth at any moment, you know, either one of them could have killed the other. Um, and so it was a real psychological thing. And Murphy bet on his blends. He bet on his blood um and once he was convinced that the man had but he still wasn't convinced because he asks will if you remember in the next moment he said he took the vaccine right yeah he threw up all over the place but he didn't (laughs) that was just i i love the whole bit with the arm and i realize that this entire episode is the whole bit with the arm (laughs) yeah i i just love starting off with the chase scene with him chasing someone down ripping their arm off and then using it as as his own can we like yes please can we also talk about the fact that he dodged a bullet Literally, he's pretty superhuman. He's our, kind of unstoppable. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm starting to think he's about as human as Murphy is at this point. <laughs> well, it's true, and who knows what that means? I have to point this out. We have a psychofruct in the chat. I think that's how you pronounce it. Who says it's their favorite episode yet, and they are tuning in from Germany at three wow. thirty-four in the morning. Oh, oh right! Oh, wow. wow! Thank you, thank you, Dankeschön. Chad's been talking about how badly they want to see all ten effects in the episode, and they don't know how you choose. <laughs> it's true. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. And Robrox has seen has played zombies ate my neighbors. I like you. <laughs> Thank you for getting it. You get the joke. You do. There's a reason there's a squirt gun on the table in addition to the chainsaw. Yep. (laughs) Inside joke. I lost it. Yeah, I don't know. They have props and we just have... We don't. But you have swords. We have our panache. (laughs) They have props, but we have swords. (laughs) We have swords. I do want to compliment you on your fantastic job. Again, for, for those of you listening... Twin, uh, put it over, and Michelle's hand looks absolutely fantastic. I got a boo boo. <laughs> it looks like a zombie bit you right there, and nice. yeah, it looks like you're having a rough time with it. You're Careful, I might have to pike you. <laughs> oh, that's understandable. <laughs> so, um, so like again, kind of going back to this, uh, Murphy and the man. Uh, bringing in the man, he's so unsettling anytime he comes on screen. I want to know, like, when it came to uh, designing his look, because he's not dressed like your typical villain either, and, like, with his hair and everything like that. So when designing well, his look... black thereof here? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah, Joe that's, is... That's Joe's, real. It's yeah, real. He has so alopecia. Yeah. He has yeah. alopecia, oh. and that's what he looks like. So there actually was, for us... 
He was the simplest person. He was about five minutes in the makeup chair, and he's out the door. Um, unless there was something going on with him. Yeah. Unless he had a but, gear in his um, chest. Or... Yeah. 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 That was <laughs> really cool. Really so cool. So I think really it was Carl's vision and with Ashley's design as far as his wardrobe was concerned. Ashley Russell is our costume designer and she's amazing. She's extraordinary. Yeah, she's so good. And so I think really it was the flip-flops, I think, were <laughs> Carl and The Daniel. flip-flops were, yeah, and um, they had to go pretty soon after for, um, the producer was like, you guys, this is a bad idea. <laughs> He's going to get injured. This yeah. is a bad idea. Closed toe shoes on set, guys. Yeah. Toe shoes. <laughs> yeah. But that was actually, that was a, a battle between Carl and I in, in the early script because I wanted him in Italian um, fancy, you know, $300 shoes, and Carl said no. So he won. He's the, he's the showrunner. <laughs> he wins. Although I'm sure he would kill it in... Fancy, fancy yeah, Italian okay. loafers. Um, but, yeah, that's that's interesting to hear that, like, very little was required. Um, although, I have a little bit of a theory, and maybe it's too early to bring this up. And, obviously, we don't want any spoilers. But I have a theory, and I want your guys' thoughts on this theory. Oh. I think he actually, the man, part of what makes him so seemingly indestructible is I think he might have that type of disorder where you can't actually feel pain. So, like, that's how he's able to chew through his hand, you know, and, you know, to the point where he chomps it off. That's how he can get hit in the chest and the sternum with this giant sprocket and, you know, barely flinch. What do you guys think? Is that is that too far-fetched? Oh, I think Zona's already experimented on him. That could be it, too. That's where I was going. Yeah. Oh, you, went, okay. you went a very much more straightforward route for the apocalypse. <laughs> Human like, natural, and we were like, nah, mad science. Superhuman soldier? I won't, I won't reveal. Ubermensch. <laughs> can neither confirm nor can deny. Not, right, can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I think he's a Terminator. That could be it. <laughs> he might have he might have come back and sent back by Skynet to destroy the Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You just get the scene of him kneeling and then standing up slowly. <laughs> Crushing a skull in his flip flops. Crushing a zombie see, in his flip flops. I can yeah. see him doing yeah. that. That would be fantastic. But this is the first time that you've seen Murphy get that violent. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. has other people yeah. to do that for him. I mean, we've seen his strength before in, in season one was it that with those crazy ass zombies remember that they weren't zombies they were they were experiments oh yeah remember he ran he ran yeah so this is the first time but he's come into his power now that's that's what's so thrilling about watching murphy and murphy town is that he's come into his own that he not only knows that he is bringing the cure to people but he knows that he has to rise to be... I mean, you see him in episode five reading The Prince. Yes! You know, which is um, a fascinating throwback to, you know, what is right and wrong. You know, to be a prince, if, you, if you've ever read that book, it's, it's sometimes you've got to make the hard choices. And they're not always your favorite choices. So, Is it better to be feared or loved? Does Murphy yeah, think both. he can be both? I, I want say, people to fear how much they love both. me. So they have to love him. <laughs> they have to love true. him. That's true. That's yeah. right. I, don't, I love watching what Keith has done with Murphy. Yeah. Oh, he is such what, a brilliant yeah. actor. What yeah. it's like, just seeing the transition of all the ways that he's had to play Murphy, like... Murphy has been every type of Right, person. he was a worm in the beginning. He was yeah. a scaredy cat, then he was kind of just a snarky smartass, right. and now he's kind of like taken on his own and been like, no, I am in charge. Right, I'm the king. It's so fine. I am the savior. <laughs> I will become the god of this new world. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, and, and, like, you're just like, what in the name of God? Oh, what am I I'm, thinking? What in the name, name of me, me am I going right. to do? Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's been my, oh, that, I think my, that might be my favorite Murphy line this season. It's a good one. I just like that entire monologue with him and Murch's dead body just right. going. It's the to be oh. or not to be monologue. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, is. it was very Shakespearean, that yeah. whole thing. 
And you guys, uh, do you guys feel like every season you have to find new ways to sort of step it up? Because the thing, and we again, I hate to, I hate to sound like a broken record, but one of the things we love about this show is the variety of zombies that we have. Where do you yeah. see episode twelve? <laughs> I think it's Popcorn been really gif. fun and challenging to to know, like to come up with new ways to make zombies look cool because we are really limited in the time that we're given um in the prep that we have to get these things done usually we have five days to prep and create whatever it is for the next episode and the first two are spent spent talking about what they want from us so really we have about three days to completely create anything that's asked of us so even if you go back a couple episodes to the wolf zombies, um, Josh literally had hours to create an entire sculpture to, and mold, mold it and it run and it and, and, and do the whole thing to, to get it on. So he, it's we have to do things like that all the time where when we do that and then it turns out really great, it's like, oh, wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> in most circumstances... and. I can tell you that the entire uh, production team that I work with will tell you I always say no. <laughs> it's true. It's true. If they want a yes, they come to me. Yeah. It's so true. So it's constantly a thing where they they try to get to Josh first. And then they're like, hey, we want this really big thing. And he's like, oh, that sounds so cool. I really want to come up with a way to do that. Yeah, we'll do it. And then they tell and me, and I'm like, come on, I've got two no. days. You're yeah, like, you're no. crazy. <laughs> so I do have a question. What's the craziest thing you've been able to pull off where you're in, watching it, and in the back of your head you're like, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, that's man. a rough one. Um, I don't know. I can tell you there is, oh, we haven't seen it yet. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I would, um, I would I would venture a guess that it would be the plant zombies, but I, I don't no, know, that might be... those we had a lot of time for. Ah. That was something that we actually in, you know, we're involved and we we'll go into those. the writer's room when they're first starting and they'll kind of give Bounce us some ideas. ideas of what they're thinking about and when they're really big, it's like, okay, is this something you really want me to focus on? Like, we're going to focus on that. So even um, the movie... We had the fungus zombies. We did have a good amount of time to get the fungus zombies ready because those were full head pieces mm-hmm. and all done up. So we had a good amount of time with those guys. But it's the once the show's started when it yeah when it's when it's, yeah. when it's full Crazy. tilt boogie and there's no time to prep. That's when it kills them. Yeah, but. So yeah. have you ever had, for the lack of a better term, a happy accident? Like something went wrong, but it turned out really well. Like the mechanical shark in Jaws not functioning most of the time, and then it made the movie even scarier. Something like that. I'm sure. I'm trying to think. Um, these are good questions. These are good questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard to come up with for three years. off the top of my brain. Well, and if again, we'd come up with them in advance, we would have sent them to you in advance. <laughs> no, I yeah, right. That's we did. Um, well, and again, your guys' production schedule is so busy, I imagine that a lot of the episodes just kind of run together when you look back Absolutely. on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, any given day for us, my day literally consists of six hours of makeup. We go to lunch. I then have about an hour of touch-ups and, like, getting people through after lunch. And then I go into meetings. And that's my every day. And so in between that, then having to also worry about the continuity of the characters on set, what effects are actually happening on set, making sure that my entire crew, who I just have to say, we had a great crew this year. Um, We had the biggest team that they allowed us to have, which was fantastic. Um, And so... And a spoozy trailer and... We did have a nice trailer. It was fantastic. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) But yeah, so it's 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 challenging on every and for the costume department too. You know, they've got to dress all these people. Yeah, yeah. And and the production designers. And yeah, and they they work very closely together, Ashley and Corinne, to figure out. You know. 
There's a lot look. of really fun zombies coming up in one of the next episodes. Yeah, that Ashley it's actually, and I, I think, episode 11 from you, from what they call it on TV. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that is the movie probably one of Ashley and my favorite episodes. We created all these really fun zombies. One of them has a hidden secret on it that maybe I'll tweet about. Ooh. That'd be interesting. But, um, all right. Yeah, so I want to hear more about things that you guys liked about about this episode in yeah, particular? Yeah, about the group being back together again and all that. Uh, I want to talk right. about the red... Oh, God. I want to talk about the red hand a little bit. We'll get there, but I, I just want to say that it breaks my heart having this group back together for a total of ten minutes right. before they get broken up again. I'm very upset. But this time the breakup was intentional. We found 10K. Bye! Right? <laughs> but this isn't a world of cell phones. I mean, now that we have Citizen Z back in motion, we might be able to keep in contact with each other. But there's a very good chance that we're going to split the party. We may never see you again. It's the Jungle Cruise thing. Wave goodbye to all the pretty people on the dock. You'll never see them again. Again, especially in, in a world that it shows time and again, you guys aren't afraid to kill main characters. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I will true. never be over episode six. I will That's say, true. with this, though, at least they're splitting up knowing that the ultimate destination is Spokane. Like whether yes. or not everyone will be alive when they get there is a different thing That's entirely. Right. That's but true. they know the they know end. where to meet back. Yeah, meet exactly. You at, yeah, meet you at yeah. Magic Mountain. It, and it also helps to have like a definitive objective too. We're splitting up, but each group has a very specific test, as opposed to previously, well, like when the group has been split up and everyone's just kind of wandering aimlessly. Yeah, Warren, no matter what group she's in, will be going towards California to get Murphy there, but like. You know, Mac and Addie are, like, back... When they were off on their own, it's like, do we try to get back with the group? Do we do our right. own thing? We don't know. So here we have... Doc Set and, goals. Yeah, here we have Set Doc goals. and Addie, you know, going to retrieve Lucy, and we have the rest of the group going to try to stop Murphy at any and all cost, and then 10K just disappears. You know, he yep. runs off when he's discovered. Well, he starts hearing the voices, and I think that's Murphy going, that's his influence. That's right. And so he reaches the edge of it and goes. Speaking of makeup, radio static. I think one of the most heartbreaking things is seeing 10K's deterioration. Mm -hmm. I know. It breaks my heart, too. I love him. He's just the cutest, and I get that every girl loves him. (laughs) I understand he's the most photogenic human on the planet. It's true. And he's just he's so great in all directions and so that was a really hard choice the only thing i was able to convince carl of was not putting the bite on his face yeah Yeah. that was something where it was like okay look we're already gonna ruin this poor kid's face (laughs) please don't make it that much worse like let's not Let's put it somewhere else. Back of the neck. Yeah. They made it a great story point to not be oh, obvious, yeah. and so mm-hmm. that way, 10K didn't even know he was bit by Murphy, and and no one really knew. And it's been a really fun adventure to follow. Right. And you know, yeah, he's I his makeup is definitely it's he got to show that he's a blend, and I think the the insane asylum episode is when he looked like my favorite because if you didn't that was know. So funny. And this is fun actually fact. a little fun fact for everyone. <laughs> um, I will have our hairstylist. So my my key hairstylist, her name is Cameron Fisher. She's her Cameron Norbert. She's a genius. She's married. She's a genius. She's a wonderful. She's a genius. She makes the wigs. She does all these things. And if without her, it would not it would not be as great as it is. So, ten K's hair is very sacred to me as silly as it is and as very stylized as it is for the apocalypse it's who his character is so what camera and i will do just for fun is depending on um what 10k's emotions are his hair will change oh my god he's a miyazaki character it's it's been forever though i've done it for the past two seasons so if 10k is sad his spikes will be kind of droopy. Um, if 10K is just normal 10K, he'll have normal 10K hair. In the crazy episode, and they if he's were attracted to up red, 
Super Saiyan. But yeah, so we do. We'll change the the way his spikes slay depending on what's going on with him for the episode. That's fantastic. He's I'm gonna a watch for that. character. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm gonna watch for that for the it rest of the like series. It looks like anime hair. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Yay! So you you touched on it. Uh, we get another mention of the red hand and we actually get to see them going around and murdering more people and now here's the question I want to pose to the table and we were talking about this a little bit yesterday do they and they label these people as car thieves as well now are the red hand actually avenging people who have wronged them and taken their property or does the red hand just perceive all of these things as this belongs to us and then just they go about killing these people to get those things. Well, they disgu- they decided that a scorpion's identity belonged to them. Yeah. I feel yeah. like yeah. they're the kind of people that are like, everything is ours and if Mate. we, if we immediate law of dibs, if we see it, it's ours. <laughs> oh, no. I think that they are um, a bit of a vigilante group. That's, that they... They have a sense of right and wrong. We don't know what it is yet, but they are following their own moral compass. Of even in this blight of the apocalypse, there is somebody that is out there trying to make some kind of law and order. And you're either going to do it my way or and the question is. Where on the lawful spectrum do they lie? Because we've got Maybe good, neutral, don't. and evil, and we don't know. Maybe they're yeah. evil. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to know. We yeah. don't know they, yet. It's pretty violent stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they they definitely believe in corp- corporal punishment, that's for yep. sure. Michelle, thoughts? I don't have enough information to form a solid opinion on either way. Like, yeah. To be honest, I don't think there's yeah. enough to go off. No, it's one hundred percent speculation because we know <laughs> next to nothing about them. We yeah. just know that they commit these violent acts, that they quote unquote punish people who have wronged them, and that they are supposedly led by somebody calling themselves El Scorpion. And there's That's a right. drumbeat right? that and, happens. And, and they like their they well, like the actually, red hands. Actually, <laughs> they did show you in the past episode that it was not them that was stolen from, but it was other people that were stolen. So they were sticking up for someone else. Again, this is this is the testimony of one person who was about to die. So I don't necessarily know if we could trust her. Good point. But but that that is the information. (laughs) That is the information that's been presented to us. So we really don't know. And and again, something we we kind of speculated with it with uh, Doctor Murch when she died and didn't come back as a Z. But we see that another Murphy's followers gets killed and doesn't come back. And this is the first time we get confirmation that that is one hundred percent because. So when a blend die, he doesn't turn, as Warren says. That's not the first time we get that. That confirmation we got yeah. that confirmation in season one did we yeah during sketchy and oh episode. yeah the guy that had the tooth in him yeah oh that's right what? that's true and also well yeah that's true but didn't she get like stabbed in the head yeah. yes yeah uh, uh, yes debatable so. i guess <laughs> But, but a lot of the but, mythology happens in this episode. That's yeah, you know yeah. what I think a lot of the fans have responded to is that they got to learn some story. So when the yes. blends die, they don't turn. Yeah, and what did Ten K said? You, you know, yeah, and when and they even fought. Yeah, and zombies aren't afraid of you anymore either. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. So zombies don't go after the blends. And because they also say it when they're about when they ask about crossing through the moat, right? right. Yeah, because right. when you look not at that afraid, objectively, yeah. you're like, those are two good things. Yeah, I will not well, turn when I die. No one's going to mention mind control. This is what I love about this show: is that the moral uh, questions that are posed are huge. There's, mm-hmm. you know, for a crazy little zombie show, you know, who is who is right and who is wrong, who is good and who is evil, is Murphy evil? He's bringing no fear. That's pretty darn good. That's and, a great right. thing. That is a I love you really make Weston those asked, distinctions. You know, is there somebody asked Weston, is there side effects? And she's like, yeah, but it's worth it. Next, yeah. Next question. question. Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> no one's going to talk about mind control. 
That's right. Because <laughs> right. it's, it's worth it. And it's been four years of terror. Yeah. 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 You know? They got to eat steak again. Yeah. That oh, alone. Wow. Could you imagine going four years without steak? No. And then, oh. and then having it be juxtaposed with the Crickets. knife and fry, knife and a trash lid frying pan cricket scene. That, oh, yeah. Such good juxtaposition. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Which actually, you know, I, it wasn't until they were eating the crickets where I realized I was like, we don't get a ton of like sit down for a nice meal scenes That's in this true. show because yeah. for one, it's constant go, 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 go. And two, because there's not much food to go for. You know when we got one? The, the cannibal, cannibal episode. episode. <laughs> I will forever go back to the cannibal episode. Just no. Nope. But why? We had the Liberty Bell rolling down the street, and then we that had was my daughter that got nailed by the Liberty Bell. Oh, 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 oh. oh my god! That's a good example of your question, where I felt like a gag didn't really work was when they were slicing the skin off. I was never one hundred percent confident that. on that. Really? Yeah. Look great. That looked awesome. Um, that I was, was doing this. That was so one of you the got things me. we actually, I think, both of us hated the most. Like the minute <laughs> it walked out, I was just like, "Oh, it's terrible! Oh my god, please don't use it." I think I begged Luis, who was the director of that one, not to shoot it. <laughs> I was like, "Please!" Don't. Oh, it came out so great. It looked great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it it definitely left all of us going, Ooh. Yeah, That everybody. whole episode was yeah, just was like, pretty, pretty I am gnarly. severely uncomfortable, but this is amazing. This, this show's a comedy, right? I know, right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, like, to to get back a little bit, I think um, we, we were touching on it with 10K, but I think probably one of the most heartbreaking things is kind of the carryover that we get um, from Doc's side of things, and just the heartbreak of Doc being torn whether or not, like, to tell Warren and betray 10K's trust. Yeah. It was really upsetting. Trust me, I shouldn't, but I do. (laughs) Chad was theorizing that he did because of Warren's reaction. This this might be a silly question, but why is 10K so scared to tell Warren? Well, she didn't want... He didn't want them to think that he was like like Cassandra. Cassandra. Yeah. Yeah. That he was Murphy's bitch. That's right, he said that. He kind of is. He is, Uh, but he doesn't want... Katie, he's just trying to help. And try and yeah. make it good for God. You. Yeah, but it's, it's better storytelling, you know. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it way more tense. Right. And he, she it's even says it at the end, you know, when, when he grabs the injectors, he says, let me help you. Yeah. Yeah. Too so, late. He I ran. Mean, if I were Warren, like, I, I thought 10K was dead. I found out Doc found him at a mental institution. I would be a little concerned about him too, and just kind yeah. of infer that something was off. And you know the whole yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and, and, like, and you, you know, in, in the, the script, team. it wasn't that clear. And Kalita came to me and said, "WTF, Jody?" You know, she said, "Like I'm not going to notice." He this. looks like death. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not going to notice this, so I've got to play it different. And I said, "I totally agree. Let's do it." That was a great suggestion yeah. on her part because yeah. yeah, it is really ambiguous. You can kind of tell that she's like something's not right here, but she's not going to out and out say okay. it. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's definitely that disappointed mom conversation. So, sweeties, there anything you want to tell me? Right. At all? <laughs> no, mom. No, no? Exactly. Okay. okay, okay then. <laughs> so uh, we've touched on the group. We've touched on uh, Murphy and the man. Let's talk a little bit about Citizen K. Kaya. Uh, Citizen. Kaya. Well, Citizen Kaya. 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 I, I think I created a ship name in my brain just You now. just did. I'm pretty sure that's like the extant ship name. I'm pretty sure that's already in existence. Whatever. I'm, I'm appropriating it. Dear Internet, adopt it. Someone actually has that Twitter handle, Citizen Gay. Nice. But yeah. That's where it came from. I think they tweet us. Yeah, so Kaya is um, the newest addition you know, with, of course, Nana and Uncle Kasuke. They're so fantastic. <laughs> they are great. I, I love the comedy they bring. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the satellite dad joke. You're oh my so God. welcome. I thank wanted you. daddy jokes in this episode because we all have those, you know. I'm so <laughs> happy. <laughs> she hates You said puns. the best thing. She oh. hates them, and I'm just like... Like dad jokes. Well, they're so stupid. You know? <laughs> they're so stupid. They they yeah, do have great. a certain charm to them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But um, but uh, we we get like kind of an official romantic development right. here. Yeah, we do. That's yeah. Right. There's, yeah. There's a little kissy face going on. Yeah. And that rap. 
Yeah, yes. and you were you were telling us that you wrote this rap yes, too. Yes, ma'am. Yo, 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 yo. And you know it, though. <laughs> now, was uh, was that what was used in the casting? You were like, when we when we no. cast Kaya, no, that she was... has to be able to rap. No, that no. was uh, that was a that was a brainchild that I had, and I asked Carl, can I can I make a rap? Um, I was I've been obsessed with Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, and, and so you know, it's it's in my brain all the time, and I thought. What a great character thing. What if she, like, loves to rap? And what if she's a badass at it? You know, she can really do it. So it was really fun. And interestingly, when they uh, they tweeted out the one with the lyrics on it, for some reason, Sci-Fi changed one of the lyrics. Oh. Which, because um, the, the lyric is, um, we, we don't want to be sycophants doing your bidding. That's not life, man. That's not living. And I, I don't know if they don't understand the word sycophants, but they changed it to, we're sick of you. Doing your bidding. Huh. Hmm. So, just so you know, it was a better lyric than that originally. <laughs> Sycophant means suck up, guys. Right. It's not Sycophant a, a four-letter word. It's fine. And that's yeah. what they are. That's mm-hmm. what Murphy's blends are. And that's that's what Warren is saying all throughout the episode. It's like, you know, when Doc says, maybe Murphy's onto something. And Warren says, really? You want to be that? You want to be, basically, you want to be someone's bitch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's like, even... You could argue that Murphy is trying to do good, but I'm sure it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that everyone's kissing his ass 24-7. He is he's creating his own little posse of yes-men. Which... Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, you. that was clearly demonstrated by the, the bad joke with the laughter. I forget yeah, what that was. That was horrifying. Was, but just the, the oh, head yeah. back and forced laughter. Do you guys think Ew. he misses having somebody to put him in his place? Oh, well, yeah. oh yeah. I think he misses his name. He misses Warren, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why he never bit Warren. He could have bit her, you know? Back in the day, yeah. But yeah, he said no. I don't. I don't. When when the, with the whole Korean thing, mm-hmm. you know, episode thirteen of last season, he could have done yeah. that. And he said, "No, I like you the way you I are. I like you just the way you are." Yeah. yeah. Is Korean going to come back up? We'll see. Listen, he didn't get killed. <laughs> he was still ahead. It's my head in a box. <laughs> He's ahead of the game. Uh, you really stuck your neck out for that one, didn't you? Uh, Very good. I have found my people. I will say, I'm, I'm a reanimator fan, so I, I appreciate a good severed head like effect. So, uh, well, well done there. And hats off be, to you. It would, it would. Be, <laughs> it just doesn't end. Absolutely. Of course not. I think it's really fun hearing everything you guys are excited about because we know the rest of the season and I (laughs) can't wait for you guys to see it. And you're just like, we should have given you popcorn before you came in studio. Just like popcorn.gif, sure. I also just want to give a shout out to the Murphy Mobile because he made his minions take the time to paint that and then he recorded it somehow. Like, right? Just, you only see it go by, but you're like, no, a lot of work went into it. Oh, thank you. Jam. And then, let me shout out, please, to Vince DeFelice and the entire art department Colin and AJ and uh, everybody. Aaron. Aaron, you guys are fake. awesome. Is I that mean, a these guys. They, what the, yeah, that was a real painting. Yeah. Now, they, is that a repaint of the dentist truck? No. No, oh, it's a whole new truck. It's a new truck. Which, yeah. by the way, we're on the... a low budget, but they got a new truck. Okay, then. Okay. Yeah, and our picture car guys, Jason Yarborough and his team. I mean, we've yeah. got the most incredible... And the thing about our crew is that everybody loves working on the show. You know, it's. Um, I think it's a real family. And it really it's is. hard as hell. There, I defy any show to be as hard as this one is to pull off. But the one great thing, and this starts with Carl Schaefer, is that everyone is encouraged to do their best work. Not just do it the way I want you to do it, but, okay, if we can't do it that way, how do we, give me, throw me an idea. What else could we do? You know, and people rise to that, and it's really remarkable. Well, I also think we have a lot of passion, all of the departments, you know what I mean? Absolutely, 100%. Well, and you guys, you guys make it all come together. Oh, and it yeah. comes out it's absolutely I mean, fantastic. I drove this set. I don't know the first time I saw that Murphy Mobile. I think we we're at Medical Lake, and I was just like, "What is this? Is awesome!" I had to, like walk around <laughs> it and look all close. Well, and like, things like you know the, the the gate where they come under, you know, mm-hmm. out of Murphy Town. Mm-hmm. That was the gallows from last season. Wow. Oh. 
that's Vince repurposing on our little low budget oh, yeah. fantastic that's things. Awesome. And then you'll right. notice as it progresses, as Murphytown progresses, it builds up a little bit more, a little bit more each time. So. Yeah. And now the power's back on. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Pretty this, sweet, This right? little shanty town is potentially a huge force to be reckoned with. I just yes. love the lights came back on in one. It's like, we're going to need We're going to need some <laughs> And we have parallelism between the lights coming on there and the lights coming on in Northern Lights. Yeah. It's true. Every, you know, there's communication again. There's right. power again. We're yes. back on the grid. Mm-hmm. We're That's back right. on it. So do we have any final thoughts for this particular episode. I enjoyed the hell out of this. I am super ready for the next one. I am very excited for the next one, too. Right I just on. love seeing what's yeah. coming up. Everybody loves catching this community. This will be yeah. a good one. The election. <laughs> the election. It's very funny. I, so so, so much predictions territory, then. Uh, yeah, rapid-fire predictions. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's going to be some much-needed comedy, I think, before the actual election. Yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely that. And it's good comedy for what's coming down the pike. For it. Let me yeah. just say, there is some shit about to hit the fan in Z Nation. Oh, cannot wait. Yeah. Um, the only th- other thing I want to say really quick before we go is uh, we want to talk to you guys really quickly about iTunes, folks. Thank you to everybody who's gone to iTunes. Rate, subscribe. We love hearing from you. Uh, do we have any Nothing new really iTunes? Yet. Well, be sure to leave an iTunes review because you will get a shout out on the show next week. We're trick or treating for iTunes reviews. Come on. <laughs> trick or treat. Well, again, cannot say thank you enough to all of our guests tonight. Um, all, all around, starting, starting with you, Corinne, where can people go if they want to keep up with you and your upcoming projects? Um, you can find me on Twitter, so Mrs. Makeup Effects, M-R-S-M-A-K-E-U-P-F-X. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I think it's just Josh Foster. Also, I encourage anybody who has any questions or wants to know some behind-the-scenes info to reach out to us. I think it would be fun to answer some questions, and, you know, it would be cool to be, be... I'm thankful for all, for all the fans we have, so whatever we can do to kind of... Just Give them a glimpse them. Yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Josh Foster, uh, Synapse Effects, Facebook. And I am at Jody Binstock, J O D I B I N S T O C K. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, for all of you Twitter people, please tweet live with us every week. Everybody's, uh, somebody from the cast and the crew are tweeting every week. Um, and we love to get your feedback, so please give us a shout-out. Awesome. And I'm Michelle Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I'm on 8 billion shows. Crunch Time is next. Stick around for that. And Ruby premieres this Thursday at 7 p.m. I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the TheMengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Yeah, what she said. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy, Happy Halloween! Halloween. Thank Happy you so for watching the show. Thank, we love you. Thank you yeah, all thank so, you. so much for watching, and thank you guys for coming in. Yeah. We will see you all next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! From executive producers Maria Madunas. Press herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 